Good morning and welcome once again to Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. I am she and it is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you once again. God is so good and so wonderful and this is the day that he has made so let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I just want to uh, just go before God in prayer. I have a lot on my heart I want to say and want to get started with the show. So let's do this. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for your love, your unfailing love, your kindness, your grace, your mercy, new mercies every day, Lord. Thank you for your protection. And most of all, thank you for your presence. Father God, we honor you and we just want to say thank thank you thank you for another opportunity to say thank you we can never say it enough but just to be able to open up our eyes and and breathe and and just say with gladness that we're happy to to be here and and happy that you know you're allowing us just to to walk walk through the day and take it one day at a time one more time to get whatever we didn't get right yesterday let's try to get it right today the one thing about it is that you are a God of second, third, fourth, fifth, ten, fifth, eleven chances. I know fifth, eleven is not a real number, but you know what I'm saying. But Lord, thank you so very much. And Father God, thank you so much for this this show, this opportunity to to drive the seat to host Spiritual Fortitude. This was your baby that you gave to me, and I'm grateful for it, Father God. Thank you so much, and I honor you with this, and I ask you humbly to please bless, bless this episode. Let it be full of joy and happiness, and, and allow it to be a blessing to our listeners out there. And Father God, while we're speaking of our listeners, Lord, bless each and every person that has an ear to hear this morning. Bless their families. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them and over everything that concerns them because you promised that you perfect everything that concerns your people. And we thank you for that. We give you glory, honor, and praise. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Lord, um, I want to say, uh, yes, good morning, Wanda. Yes, my sister, Dr. Wanda Hudson, is on the road driving, and she wanted me to know that she is here. So she's listening in her car on the interstate. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, my sister. Uh, good morning to my brother, Edward, and my dad, Edward Sr. I love you both, and I'll see you in a couple of hours. Um, I want to thank everybody for keeping um, my father and my, and my family up in prayer. Um, God is so good, so, so very good, and I'm just, just grateful for how he has continued to, to cover us in the name of Jesus. Um, on my drive up here, I uh, was listening to Tony Evans, and uh, he said something that I, I, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'm going to call it profound. Um, he spoke about greatness. And he said that we were born with greatness on the inside of us. It's a part of our DNA. It's a part of our DNA to, to, to be great. The urge to want to be great. The urge to want to win. We were born with that. That is a part of not just our DNA, but our spiritual DNA. We are spirits. And, you know, we possess a soul and we live in a physical body. So first and foremost, we are spirits. And, um... That is a part of our DNA, to, to be great, to want to be great. And so he said, though, the thing 
that messes us up is that we want to be great. We have the yearning to be great. But where we mess up at is when you want to be great your way and not God's way. And uh, the thing that we must keep in mind is that God's way is always the better way. Whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, his way is always the best way. Always. Always the best way. God's way is always best. So when you do it God's way with regards to being great, you don't have to go after it. You don't have to search for it. You don't have to dig deep for it. It's just naturally happenstance for you because it was already embedded within you but when you try to do it your way being great your way and yeah you run into a whole lot of obstacles and adversities that are truly unnecessary if you would just yield to God and do it his way so I guess I just want to put out there in the atmosphere be great you were born with that it is your God-given right To be great, but be great, allowing him to guide you, not you want to do you your way. Amen? Amen. So with that being said, it is Women's History Month. Um, I think I've read somewhere it's called International Women's Month as well. We're just celebrating women this month. And so each one of my guests this month um, is dynamic and phenomenal. I get excited every time I think about, you know, everybody that, Uh, will be here with me this month and so what better way to kick it off than with the bestie yes um uh, we call each other that for short but uh she is my best friend has been that best friend since we were in primary school and so I'm going to bring in Mrs. Andrea D. Albritton but let me share some wonderful things about her before uh she speaks Andrea Albritton is a strategic and results-oriented senior-level human resource business partner with over 20 years of progressive human resource and broad industry experience. Acquired through a variety of roles at several Fortune 500 organizations at the corporate and field office levels, Andrea joined Emory Healthcare in November 2021 as director human resources, and employee relations. In this role, she serves as the technical expert in employee relations and directs the day-to-day function and human resources policy management for the organization. She works with the management and staff to ensure fair and consistent interpretation and application of policies and procedures. Prior to Emory Healthcare, She worked for Grady Health System from July 2015 to October 2021, where she served as a Director of Human Resources, HR Service Delivery and Talent Acquisition, and as an HR Business Partner. In both roles, she provided human resources, talent acquisition, employee relations, compensation and benefits, and talent and organization development expertise, and support to assigned business units. Also, she has worked for Walgreens as the Georgia North Florida Regional Human Resource Manager and for Georgia Power, Southern companies serving in several HR roles to include diversity and inclusion manager at at the Southern Company. Andrea received her Bachelor of Science degree in Marketing from Albany State University in Albany, Georgia, 
and an MBA in management from Mercer University in Macon, Georgia, certified as a professional in human resources and as a Society for Human Resource Management certified professional. She is a member of SHRM Atlanta. A native of the Dawson, Georgia, she is a member of the Greater Travelers Rest Baptist Church, better known as the House of Hope Atlanta, which is located in Decatur, Georgia. Being active in the community and serving others is very important to Andrea. She is an active member of Tall Pi Omega Chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and the Camellia Rose Georgia Chapter of the Lynx Incorporated. Andrea lives by the scripture, Luke 12:48. to whom much is given, much is required. Welcome to Spiritual Fortitude, Andrea. Good morning. It's so great to be here. Oh, it's so awesome. I can't believe you're here, but you are. I'm here with the bestie. <laughs> and before we begin, I just want to say I am filled with emotion right now. And I'm excited to be here, but more so excited to see you walking in your purpose. Amen. I am just so elated to be here and to see you doing your thing. You're in your element. Oh, my So God. I just wanted to acknowledge that and share that before your listeners. Oh, God. See? Only she can do that to me. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Woo. Okay. Okay. This okay. is going to be an interesting conversation. Yes. I'm going to be a big girl. I'm be a big girl. No, 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 no. Okay. Woo. Okay. 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 Woo. Lord, you got me good. I'm supposed to get you. Not you get me. Okay. It's International Women's Month. Remember? It is. The uplift And we celebrate is real. each other. Yes, we and are. And I think that's the important Thank thing to keep in mind. Thank you so very much. And that means more to me than you will ever ever know and thank you for always supporting me absolutely in everything i do you've been wonderful from the books to radio podcasting all of that thank you so much the ups the downs everything you have been one of my rocks and i appreciate it thank you that's what we're here for absolutely we call each other our ride or die so yep yep we got the stories behind it oh goodness (laughs) but they won't be told on radio nope but um, the the one thing I want to bring out before we really get into it, because we have so much to cover, um, I mentioned in my advertisement that uh, when it came to our friendship, <laughs> the Lord brought us together. And it's the truth. It is the absolute truth. We were uh, the age of seven and eight in elementary, I'm not, well, primary school, because back then you know, it was primary and then elementary. elementary. Yeah. So picture this, I'm in the second grade, she's mm-hmm. in the first grade, and so you know how little girls are, I'm, and I'm sure that a lot of you that are listening, you can attest to it, where you you just, all you know is you don't like somebody, but you can't tell the reason why you don't like somebody. I don't like her, why is she looking at me like that? You know, just just little petty stuff. Well... She she had a friend, and we're not going to name her at all. We're going to protect the innocent. But she had a friend in her class that I didn't like, and she didn't like me. And so because Andrea was this person's friend, me and Andrea didn't like each other either. <laughs> We'd see each other in the hallway. She rolled her eyes. I rolled my eyes back. Like, it was <laughs> it was on 100, okay? Oh we were young. We were little girls. Didn't know no better. We didn't know any better. We did not know any better. And so 
My mother, bless her heart. Aunt Stella. Yes, Lord. She um, decided that uh, she would take my brothers and I and herself, and we would join Sardis Missionary Baptist Church. And lo and behold, which I did not know, Andrea was a member of Sardis Missionary Baptist Church. So when I walk into Sunday school, guess who's sitting in the class? Me. Andrea. I don't know how God did it. But he did it. But after that, she became the best friend. And we've been that way ever since. Over 40 years of friendship. So we always say, even, you know, we... Even when we disagree, we, we, you're not going nowhere, and I'm not either. We just stuck with me. Yeah, we stuck, we with, stuck each with each other. Yes, absolutely, because God brought us together. <laughs> and I think when we talk about how we were brought together, mm-hmm. it's always something we laugh about. Yes. Because I think based on everything we've been through over the last 40 years, mm-hmm. the ups and downs, the good, the bad, mm-hmm. triumphs, tri- um, tribulations, yes. we always go back to that story. We do. And we get a chuckle out of it (laughs) because of everything we've been through. It's kind of like, when are we ever not friends? Right. right. And then I knew you were going to bring that in this morning. If you had not, I would have. And I think probably to some of your listeners that know us, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they would probably be amazed that there was a time when we didn't like each other. We did not. But, you know, it's so funny is that I've just people that I've met along the way, they have similar stories, too, where, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, me and my best friend, oh, we couldn't stand one another. We used to fight everything and then turn out to be the closest of friends. So it's just amazing. And I I call that divine intervention, period, when when love wins. Love will always win. Love never fails. Never fails. And in, in that particular case, yeah, love won. And I mean, it was instant. I don't know what it was. It was just like, oh, she's at church now. Yeah. We got to get along. <laughs> We're in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Cannot yes. not like each other right. because we're here and right. this is where we spend a majority of our time. Yeah. You think about growing up, there was so much time, and we may get to this later. Mm-hmm. I've had some thoughts that I wanted to make sure I shared, but there were some times and a lot of times we spent in our formative years yes. at that church. We did. We from did. choir rehearsal yes. Yes. to Sunday school, yes. vacation Bible school. Yes, Lord. The Ooh. trips we would take with yes. the church. We had the best church we trips. We had some really good <laughs> church trips. We had some that kind of like, hmm, <laughs> um, in terms of the situation of trying to get there and everything. Yes. But, you know, we both look back on those times with nothing but joy absolutely because they were some of the best times and i think they helped to shape us i know they helped to shape who we are today absolutely um i would also share the time that we spent in the verse speaking choir oh my god the verse speaking choir yes lord so the verse speaking choir um is uh when a group of individuals are together and uh we recite poetry it was doing Black History Month. Yes, yes. And um, oh the director. Big ups to the late Reverend Dr. E.E. E. Sykes. And Deacon E.E. E. Sykes. Oh, that, I left that out. I'm sorry. And he had been a former principal mm-hmm. in Dawson, Terra County. Yes. Had been just 
so instrumental Absolutely. in terms of wanting to bring a group of the youth in the church together to celebrate Black History Month. Yes. And I think he may have done that previously, mm-hmm. but for us, we knew doing that month right. and doing that particular Sunday, yes. we were going to be top notch. Oh, yes. Because that was his expectation. Absolutely. Imagine this, listeners. Um, you've got a group of probably about eight to ten youth mm-hmm. in the church. Mm-hmm. We would have this amazing Black History Month program. You would have this group. We would be dressed to the nines. In black and white. In black and white. Of course. Or navy. Yeah. Well, navy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some mm-hmm. people can wear navy. You're right. And think about this was back in the 80s, maybe early 90s. The guys would wear ties. Uh-huh. We would have on our nice white tops, yes. our dark, bo- mm-hmm. um, dark bottoms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the same for the guys. But we were reciting poetry yes. by well-known mm-hmm. African-American or black poets. Absolutely. Langston Hughes. Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Yes. And I would tell you, Bestie, last summer I happened to be in Barnes & Noble, mm-hmm. and I purchased this huge book of poetry by some of the same poets that we recited poetry from and some others, you know, because I just think about that. If it hadn't been for Dr. Sykes, Mm -hmm. you know, how many of us would have known who Paul Lawrence Dunbar was at the time? Or Langston Hughes, you know. um, So those are one of those memories I think about and Mm -hmm. I just smile. I'm just like, that was a good time in our lives. It was, and it gave us the exposure of speaking in front of others. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, we, we come from great stock. I, I can't say that enough. And I know people that listen often are like, man, she will not let up off of Dawson. Nope, I will not. Detail. Yes. Um, now, I do want to say good morning to your family. Oh, we got some family listening. Yes. And, um, and uh, I do want to give a shout out to... Uh, Mr. Robert L. Albritton, he was uh, the first black mayor of Dawson, Georgia. So uh, I want to say good morning to him and to your mother. And I, I called your mom by mistake the other day. Oh, goodness. I'm so glad she didn't answer. <laughs> you know how when you have the phone up to your ear, that's why often I don't put the phone up to my ear because mm-hmm. I'll just dial somebody by mistake. And normally it's your sister, Alicia. But this time it was your mother. I was like, oh, man. Oh, goodness. Oh, so, <laughs> Ms. Albert, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you by mistake. Oh, goodness. But um, uh, one of the things that, that I do want to uh, bring about is that even with our friendship, Andrea, and, uh, and we know that God definitely brought us together, but we're like opposites <laughs> on so much. Like, total opposite. Like, we went to rival colleges, HBCUs, of course, but Andrea went to Albany State University. I went to Fort Valley State University, and that rivalry is deep. Deep. It goes way back, way, way, way back. Um, and the, the cool thing about it is we can talk trash, but you better not talk trash outside. If you're an outsider, don't talk trash by either one of our schools. Don't do that. We could do that, but don't don't try it. I would add to your point Uh about us attending rival colleges Uh is I think it's because if you think about my family, Uh 
My parents both graduated from Albany State, and it's amazing that I'm on the campus of Morris Brown College. Oh, yes. Because my uh-huh. dad started at Morris she Brown. Did. Um, so not only my dad did he start here, but I've got several cousins mm-hmm. that graduated from here. So it's amazing that your studio is on this campus. Look at um, But in terms of our family traditions mm-hmm. and HBCUs, mm-hmm. my parents, my two sisters, uh-huh. aunts, cousins. Yes. That was just where I was meant to go. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I explore other colleges and universities, right. all HBCUs, mm-hmm. that was where I was supposed to go. That's right. Then if you think about you and your family, yes. the tradition, Fort Valley State, State was where <laughs> you were supposed to go. Yes. Um, you can go anywhere else for yes. graduate school, yes. but yes. you knew you were going to be at Albany State or Fort Valley right. between the two of us. Right. Right. I tried. I did because I, I did. I, I really wanted to go to Spelman. But my mama was like, girl, you tripping. <laughs> so you like, went okay. where you were supposed to go. I do. I do believe that after my entire experience that I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change any I of would it. go back if I could. Man. Man, the people in college now, I'm like, man, you better enjoy that time. I would go back in a heartbeat yes. and go to the same place, go back to Albany State, mm-hmm. which is where I got the found a strong foundation. Yes. And I think because I built relationships and you know how important relationships are to me. Right. Because I built relationships with my instructors and my professor professors, mm-hmm. I know that if I needed a reference or mm-hmm needed guidance or advice on something, I could quickly reach out to several of them because I've maintained relationships over the years. And I think that's one of the things, one of the benefits about attending an HBCU Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is is that you have that chance to develop those relationships and you have to continue to nurture them as I tell people, but Mm -hmm. you have the chance to develop them. And it builds you up for what's out there. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, I, I tell anybody attending an HBCU is going to build up the character that you need in order to survive in the world, period. period. I agree. Yes. And the other thing I would say, in addition to those relationships with your teachers and professors, mm-hmm. I would say the lifelong relationships you build. Yeah. I've got relationships now that go almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with some of my friends right. that I met at Albany State mm-hmm. and we've continued to stay in touch many of whom live in Atlanta mm-hmm. um, and also very similar stories to us in college we may have known each other right kind of on the peripheral mm-hmm. but it wasn't until we graduated yeah. and maybe ran into each other in Atlanta mm-hmm. did we start to really hang out and spend time together right but I think it's all because of Albany State mm-hmm. or an HBCU. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so not only did she go to Albany State, y'all. So when it came to um, the Divine Nine, um, the uh, being a part of the um, Panhellenic Council, <sighs> so Bestie pledged first. Mm-hmm. Um, let me say that first. She pledged first. So best friend is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And Angela, Dr. Angela, became a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Now, depending on who you talk to, some want to say, oh, they're rivalries. And a, 
but we don't look at it that way. She and I don't. We don't. We don't at all. We don't do the petty. We don't get into all that. Um, we are very respectful of each other's organizations, and we celebrate each other mm-hmm. in our in whatever we do and support one another, the organizations and uh, like just like the HBCU, same thing. We might talk a little trash towards each other, but you better not. If you're on the outside, don't you talk trash, okay? That's all I have to say about that. You know what came up in my Facebook memories? What's that? Maybe last week or two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Remember when they had the school days celebration, the anniversary? Oh, I think yeah. it, was it 30 years? Uh-huh. And we went to it. It was at the Fox Theater. Yes. And because it was school days, if you watched it, <laughs> you know what it was all about, HBCUs and then also Divine Nine. Yes. So... Being who we are, uh-huh. I had on my AKA shirt. Uh-huh. Angela had on her Delta shirt. <laughs> and of course, we're taking pictures together because, as she said, we celebrate each other. Exactly. And I think that's part of the thing that makes us so unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it also strengthens our friendship. It does. Because yeah. no matter what path we take, mm-hmm. we're always going to come back to the friendship because yes. that's the base. It sure is. Of our relationship. That's right. That's right. But it's fun, though. It is. It's fun. Especially Fountain City Classic time. Oh, my gosh. So, Fountain City Classic is one of the um, one of the larger football uh, classics, and it's Albany State versus Fort Valley State in Columbus, Georgia, every November. And so, yeah, the last couple of years, Albany State has had bragging rights, you know, it's all good, but but we both respectfully we don't even talk about it. We don't even dwell on it. We just like okay, found city classics coming mm-hmm. up. I think she holds a lot of restraint because she knows you know I'm a little passionate about that, so she doesn't make a big deal about it. A little passionate. <laughs> I'm going back, and I know we've got to go to a few other topics oh, you want to cover. Yes, but I just remember there being a few games in there. We were much younger. Uh huh. When Bessie didn't take the result Ooh, of the game no, well. I, I had to grow into that thing. You man. know, and I'm just like, don't be mad. Oh. She wouldn't respond Ooh, to a text no, message no, or anything. No, you was going to get the ignoring. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. hey. Growth. Growth. It's called growth. It is. It's called growth. I'm, I'm able to accept that defeat now. But it's so much fun. It is. It is. It's, it's one of those rivalries that will just never die. It just won't ever die but um we're coming up on the uh, spiritual fortitude praise break and um just to throw it out here i'm actually in search of a sponsor for the spiritual fortitude praise break if you have a business and you're interested in in your business being mentioned every sunday to our our just plethora of listeners all over the world hit me up Put it out there, and and let's forge a partnership and get it going. So I am seeking a sponsor for the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break. Now, the Praise Break um, is definitely uh, geared towards our um, unsigned artists uh, that I would like to give exposure to um, that otherwise are having a hard time uh, getting their music on the radio. So first and foremost, it's open to unsigned artists. Um, five minutes is, uh, the allotted time. And if you have a song you'd like to submit, please send it to 
D-R-A-T, Kennel, K-I-N-N-E-L, at spiritualfortitude.org. Please, please, just go ahead and submit it. But because I had no submissions this week, I said, well, let me do something special. Um, Andrea is a member of Greater Travelers Rest Baptist Church, better known as the House of Hope here in Decatur. And her pastor is Dr. E. Dewey Smith. And I, uh, I've i known um, Pastor Smith since my days at Fort Valley State. Uh, he had a church in Macon. And I think that's when you first became a member of his church in Macon, right? I did attend Beauty Land um, Baptist Church in Macon yes. while I was a graduate school um, at Mercer University. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's interesting how things come full of circle. Yes. Yes, and so he has a brand new album out, which I am so excited for him about because he can sing, brother can sing. So I wanted to just share with the world his song, um, Your Gift, Mm -hmm. no, Your Presence is Mm -hmm. a Gift. Mm -hmm. And so um, I did did send him a message uh, over Twitter to let him know that his song will be playing at 8.30. So Pastor Smith, if you're listening, here we go. Your presence is a gift. I'm a man blessed beyond my dreams, but it don't mean nothing. Life's not good as it seems. Love and riches, what do they really mean? They may come and go, but you will never leave so your treasure we find our pleasure all our joy is in you just want more of you so save your treasure we find our pleasure Presence is a gift. Your presence is a gift. And I'm thankful because
Presence is a gift, Pastor E. Dewey Smith. My pastor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a beautiful song, mm -hmm. and it's rising up the Billboard chart. So, congratulations to you, Pastor Smith, on uh, the success of your your album, uh, Andrea. I do want to touch on like I know that you know we grew up in the same church, Baptist church, and you know, and went on, you know, to go off to college and start our lives, you know. But how how has your relationship with the Lord grown over the years? I would say um, it's one of the most important things in my life. Absolutely. Faith is number one. Mm -hmm. My spirituality, my relationship with God is above anything the most important thing in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes back to the foundation of growing up. Right. My foundation. Mm -hmm. Growing up in the church. Yes. Um, we were either going to be in Sunday school mm -hmm. or in church. Yes. And being involved and active in the church was so important then. And I think that's what began to form my relationship. Mm -hmm. But not until I became an adult or maybe even in graduate school, mm -hmm. away from home. Right. You know, you face a new set of challenges. Yes. You don't have anyone there to tell you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it really began to make that shift, that turn in graduate school. But I would say, as I continue to grow as an adult mm -hmm. and have more, more responsibility, whether it was work, that mm -hmm. professional career, mm -hmm. or continuing to grow professionally, mm -hmm. um, becoming a homeowner, mm -hmm. you know, there are so many different challenges, new challenges that you face at that time. Right. And 
you have to turn and you say, what next, Lord? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it began and took another shift. Gotcha. Because you're faced with so many different things. And yes, you have your parents, mm -hmm. your siblings, mm -hmm. friends yes. that you could turn to, but nobody knows what you're facing but you yes, and God. Yes, yes, absolutely. And as you continue to grow, mm -hmm. things change. Mm -hmm. You make career moves. Yes. You question, are they the right ones? Mm -hmm. Organizations make changes. Mm -hmm. And I think I had nobody else to lean on. And yes, I had that group of people. Right. But to really have those deep conversations, mm -hmm. It was God. Absolutely, Bestie. And that's why my favorite scripture is, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. I by no means, you know, have a whole lot, but I'm thankful and blessed with what I have. Yes. Because I know things can be here today mm -hmm. and gone tomorrow. Right. And for what I have, I want to be able to share with others. Mm -hmm whether it's my relationships, my contacts. Mm -hmm. um, I'm known as a networker. Yes. You know, I like connecting people. <laughs> yes. If a friend says, hey, I need this. Mm -hmm. I think you and I were talking recently, and you needed a photographer. Yes. And I, I think I rattled off maybe two. Uh -huh. I like connecting people. Yes. But, you know, the one person mm -hmm. that's always going to be there. Oh, of course. It's going to be God. Amen to that. And even on my way in this morning, two of my favorite songs came on. Mm -hmm. Never Would Have Made It. Okay. By Marvin Sapp. Uh-huh. And Second Chances, Hezekiah Walker. Amen. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, this is a great way to get my day started. Mm -hmm. And I try to also, in the last few years, do those things that are going to help me have the most productive day. Yes. Whether it's meditation. Yes. Where I do my morning prayer mm -hmm. or listening to some gospel song mm -hmm. that's going to help me get my day started. Yes. And I think it was just so right on time this morning that I heard those two songs mm -hmm. in route here. Yes. But I also think that my relationship with God has continued to grow as I've experienced Highs and lows. Oh, yes. Life. <laughs> Life. Like everybody else. Yes. And not to get into too much detail, but we all go through the highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you go back, you read the Bible. One of my goals for this year mm -hmm. is to read the Bible in its entirety. Amen. And it's something that I have tried to do for mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Haven't been successful, but definitely it's something that I want to do. Yes. Um, because of my relationship. And then there's still some questions that I have right. that I want to get answers to mm -hmm. in terms of why this happened or even trying to get an interpretation of a particular scripture. I think I asked you last year mm -hmm. for a referral in terms of a translation Bible. Yes. Because I want to be able to kind of see what the translation is of a particular scripture. Right. So every day I'm still growing. Amen. And my relationship with God. Amen. Um, even with listening to Second Chances, and you mentioned this morning, mm -hmm. you know, he gives us chance, oh, chances yes. all the time, over and over. Infinitely, yes. As you said, fifth, eleven chances. <laughs> um, but it's just something that I'm continuing to walk in Amen. and learn from. Amen. But definitely um, 
faith is most important, mm-hmm. then my family, mm-hmm. then my friends. Amen. And um, then everything else follows right. because that's my makeup. Mm-hmm. That's who I am Amen. at my core. Amen. Amen. And I, I do um, know that uh, your relationship with God is so important, you know, and I tell people always choose relationship over religion. Mm-hmm. Um, religion is man-made. I stand on that flat foot, two feet in. It's man-made, and it was never meant to be dwelt upon as a religion. Your relationship with the Lord is all he seeks from you. Um, and that's when you truly understand where your help comes from. That's when you truly understand your entire being, your whole identity, is when you establish that relationship with him. So I, I do know that, that you have that. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, we wouldn't be riding together. So <laughs> No, and, you know, it's something, like I said, it's a, a continuous journey. Yes, absolutely, for everybody. And then yes. when there's something that I may have asked for, mm-hmm. and then it, it happens, and then, you know, oftentimes I just look up, and I'm pouring. I was like, nobody but you, God. Amen. Nobody but you. Amen. Um, because I think that that also helps to keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, life as it is, we have so many things that we are torn between, so many things that we're doing in the course of a day. Mm -hmm. That helps to keep me grounded. Yes. Amen. Well, um, transitioning from your spiritual walk, let's talk about your professional walk because, my gosh, I mean, I know we're best friends, but... There were a lot of things I had totally forgotten about that you'd done and the magnitude of um, the businesses that you've been involved in. So, like, when you went off to college and majored in marketing and went on to get your MBA, you know, you were involved with banks, worked for banks. So how was it that you transitioned from finances over into human resources? How did that happen? So, yeah, so graduated from Mercer, mm-hmm. moved to North Carolina, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, right. to work for Wachovia. And my interest in working for a bank goes back to maybe the summer of my junior year mm-hmm. in high school. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this, but I was a drive-in window teller at the Bank of Terrell. I remember. In Dawson. <laughs> the coolest job. <laughs> And I knew I had always wanted to be in business in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad owns a business, mm-hmm. as you know, yes. and he would bring home business magazines, mm-hmm. um, Fortune, Black Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Black Enterprise, I began to think, wow, this is something I can do. Right. And then just didn't know what exactly I wanted to do in terms of business. Mm-hmm. And then I worked for the Bank of Terrell. Right. <laughs> I was like, I can do this. Uh-huh. And I started to do my research. Uh-huh. Then I went off to college. Okay. Then it trans- transitioned to marketing. Okay. Because I love the creative aspect okay. of helping to bring together strategies and mm-hmm. all of that. But I still had that interest in banking. Right. So in graduate school, I majored in management. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how things come full circle. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to come back to that in a second in terms of my path from banking to HR. Uh But I knew I still wanted to work in banking. 
got accepted to Wachovia's, what used to be known as Wachovia Bank, uh -huh. their management training program. Uh -huh. Moved to North Carolina. Yes. Got relocated out of the training program as a supervisor to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So Atlanta, I've been here since 98. Right. So almost 25 years. Yes. And worked in banking operations as a supervisor for about two years. Mm -hmm. Got the opportunity to go into training. Uh-huh. And I became the training coordinator for the same management program I had gone through. Okay. So that was my first exposure corporately mm -hmm. to HR. Right. Changes happened um, within the banking world. And I was like, hmm, I want to change. Right. You know, and I was given the opportunity to change and decided to leave Wachovia. Mm -hmm. Looked for a job and went to Georgia Power Wow! and found out about that role through another friend of mine. So again, these, relations, yeah, these relationships, these relationships, you have to tell people, and then I guess this is an HR nugget, mm -hmm. you have to express things that you're interested, interested in or that you're working on mm -hmm. so that other people will be aware, and if there's something they can do to assist you, they'll do it. Right. But you can't just go to that person at that time and say, hey, I'm looking for this. you got to continue to nurture your relationships. Nurture, yes. So based on a relationship with a really close friend of mine, she said, hey, send me your resume. I have a friend who's an HR business partner at the time, an HR business consultant at Georgia Power. We talked. Uh -huh. I interviewed. My interview panel, I think, was about six to eight people. Okay. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um, but it went well, and I got selected for the job, continued to grow and develop within Georgia Power Southern Company. Mm -hmm. um, still have a lot of great relationships and friendships that I built there. Right. But that's how I made that official transition to HR. Gotcha. Okay. But if you remember, I said in graduate school, uh -huh. I was exposed to HR through a personnel class. Right. Because HR back in the day or long ago was known as personnel for a lot of organizations. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I had pursued this then, mm -hmm. my path would have been totally different. Right. But that class did give me exposure to HR. Right. And then it was just interesting that years later, I made the official leap mm -hmm. into human resources. Man, and you have climbed up the ladder done very well oh thank very you well I, I like to always say that i've been very fortunate and very blessed in my career mm -hmm. also i would say it hasn't been just me right you know I, I feel that we as individuals have to design our career paths mm -hmm. but there are others that assist us along the way right right and for me that has been a small group of mentors Amen. who perhaps served as my manager at some point in my career mm -hmm. or we worked together. Maybe they were one of my clients and I was their HR business partner mm -hmm. and we developed great relationships, a great relationship. But um, those are the people that I go to now Wow. in terms of references. Mm -hmm. Just a few months ago mm -hmm. um, when I was pursuing the opportunity at Emory, mm -hmm. went to this same group of individuals that are my mentors, mm -hmm. my advisors, mm -hmm. reached out to each of them. They were like, yeah, absolutely. What do you need? Wow. I was like, I'll send you my resume and wow. the job description. They did it without hesitation. Mm -hmm. And it's because we've stayed in touch. Mm -hmm. 
we may meet once a year for lunch or dinner, mm-hmm. an occasional text, right? Um, a phone call, or even Christmas greetings. Right. You know, we just stay in touch, and that's kind of like my my board. My informal board of directors. Informal board of directors, Mm -hmm. yes. So cultivating those relationships um, through mentorship. Mm -hmm. Speak on that. Um, For me, when I am maybe facing a a interesting situation at work Mm -hmm. or professionally, you know, I'll reach out to those individuals. But also because I've had people to pour into me Mm -hmm. over the years. I do the same thing. Right. Oftentimes, I'll have someone that I know who reaches out. They're in HR, mm-hmm. and they'll say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about this. Can we talk? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, that it may be someone who is at a crossroads right. in terms of do they continue on their same trajectory with their career, or do they take a different move? And I've taken lateral moves in my career. Mm-hmm. It hasn't always been promotions. Right. I think I've had to be very strategic in terms of where I see my end goal mm-hmm. or what I think it should be. It may be slightly different mm-hmm. from what God thinks, right. and I've had that to happen. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But, you know, I wouldn't trade a thing, and my career definitely has been a blessing. Amen. And it has allowed me to be active in my sorority and in my Lynch chapter. Mm-hmm. Also, there are other organizations that I support right. because their causes are so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but mentoring is key, and I think the important thing is finding someone that you not only mesh well with, right. but someone who's going to give you that honest truth. Mm-hmm. There have been times in my career I may not have agreed with a mentor or a manager. Mm-hmm. And then when I've had the time to really think through it, uh-huh. I've gone back and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> they were right. I was wrong. And, you know, I'll go back to them and admit, hey, I thought about this. You were definitely right, right. in giving me that feedback. Yeah. And you have to be accepting. But I think also you have to be accepting of sometimes the feedback that's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes with maturity. Yes, those courageous conversations. Those, those courageous conversations. Yes. Those crucial conversations. Uh-huh. And also it comes with self-awareness. Yes, I try to be as self-aware as possible. Mm-hmm. But when you've got great friends like yourself and others that I have in my life, along with my family members, mm-hmm. you know, I have to sometimes step back and say, they might be on to something. Amen. Even though I may disagree initially, I at least owe it to myself to receive the feedback. Right. And then determine if or how I want to approach it. Right. And I think that is key no matter what career you're in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Andrea, do you, um, you know, do do you... Uh, uh, give like routinely give advice to others with regards to human resources. I do. I actually had someone who's a friend of mine to reach out this week because they're interested or considering in making a career transition. Okay. They are interested in pursuing HR, but have never worked in an official HR role. Gotcha. And I had not really, I had been a training coordinator, Mm -hmm. but there were so many different things I had done along the way as a supervisor Mm -hmm. that was 
able to be transferred right. to an HR business partner position. Mm -hmm. Those transferable skills are so important because you may not have done, whether it's HR or whatever it might be, but you may have done or been in part of a hiring process right. or part of creating a training and development program mm -hmm. or a training class. Yes. I think it's all how you present it. Mm -hmm on your resume, how you present it in the interview process that ultimately helps you be successful. Because yeah, I had been a training coordinator, but I had never been an HR business partner where I'm working with a senior leader in the organization, providing mm -hmm. guidance, right? coaching this leader on maybe something that I've seen, I've seen he or she mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. that they may want to consider doing differently. Okay. Um, so definitely I have to be confident and have had to be confident in my skills and abilities right. over years because I've supported, you know, some of the highest level of executives in the organization. Yeah. And I have to be confident in the guidance that I'm giving mm -hmm. so that they can be successful. Amen. And so I can be successful. Yes. But definitely you know, those transferable skills, and hopefully I'll have a chance to really connect with that person mm -hmm. and help guide or provide some suggestions on how they can possibly pursue a career in HR. Cool. Girl, this hour goes by so fast. I, I tell you the truth. But I am just so grateful for just your yes and you being here today. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful. Yes, and I want you to share with our listeners if they just, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that there are some people that have been intrigued just by your experience alone and will have questions for you. So how can people reach you? They can find me on Facebook mm -hmm. and they can also find me on LinkedIn. OK, especially if it's something career related. Mm -hmm. Definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn. OK, thank you so much, Bestie. It's been my pleasure. I am so happy for you thank and you. just to see you doing <laughs> what you had a vision of doing years ago, but to see it come to fruition. Amen. And that you're walking in your purpose. Amen. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. You know, she was one of the first that I told when I answered a call on my life. That conversation was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm keep that between us. <laughs> but that was hilarious. But I have supported you. You have. I have you supported have. you. You and have. Remember when you graduated and, yes. and everything. So just so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Ultimately. And we still have our our oh. girlfriend conversations. Oh yes, we do. Believe that. Amen to that. Yes, yes we do. Yes we do. And I appreciate your advice, even when I don't want to hear it. I appreciate it, and I love you for allowing Angela to be Angela. I love you too, Mika. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. 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 Oh, God, Rob. I can't say I know, right? <laughs> so um, before I close out, I just want to thank each and every person that uh, has listened in this morning. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I just pray God, God's blessings over you and yours 1,000-fold. Uh, I, I really do. I appreciate it. Uh, you just don't know how much it means to me that you take an hour out of your time on Sunday mornings just to listen to little old me here on the radio. So I, I do appreciate it, and I don't take it lightly. 
So before I close out, let me just go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for another episode of Spiritual Fortitude. And Lord, we just honor you. We praise you. I do want to lift up Andrea and her family, Father God. I plead the blood of Jesus over them and over all that concerns them, Lord. I pray for much more success for Andrea in everything that she does, Lord. And I know that you are not finished with uh the things that you would like for her to do for your glory so father god i um i just stand in agreement with her because she knows it too so i stand in agreement with her that those things will come to fruition very soon father god i lift up the kennel family in prayer i lift up the green family in prayer i lift up the jordan family in prayer father god and the rest of the 102.6 slash situations media entertainment family father god bless each and every person lord we thank you so much for your presence in our lives and we just give you thanks honor glory and praise and until next time in jesus name we pray and say thank you amen, amen. ladies and gentlemen before i go please 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 join me next sunday i have in the building apostle lawanda peters all i'm gonna say is <laughs> who just just listen in because i don't know what the holy spirit is gonna have her to say but her testimony um her you know her words of encouragement everything it is going to bless you richly so Please, please, please make plans to listen on next Sunday. And before I leave you, there are four things that I do want to share with you. I live by these, so I, you know, I'm always going to give them to you too to live by. But number one is to guard your heart. Number two, protect your peace. Number three, pack your patience. And number four, most in love, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Lord, I got love on my mind, Jesus. <laughs> Most of all, walk in love. That is the greatest commandment of all, walk in love. So make sure no matter what you do, walk in love with yourself and walk in love with others. Until next time, take care. Bye. This is 102.6 The Situation. Connected around the world at 1026thesituation.com. Your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you love me.